Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Seven Lamb presents Paralyzed. Chapter 3 The Storm. Part 4. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. It was nine o'clock. The sun was down. We left several of the lights on inside. All the curtains were closed, although we often pulled them back to quickly peer out. Each time I did, I half expected to see a face staring at me on the other side. But it never happened. It was quiet outside. No owls. No crickets. I walked to the bedroom to find Jen pacing in the back. She held her cell phone in her hand. I... I don't understand it. She tossed her phone onto the bed. Are you sure it's a good idea? I was referencing the plan that would take place tomorrow morning. Ethan and Jen would once again be heading out for Rutherford, on foot. This time the stakes were raised. Now that we knew something was out there. After seeing what happened to Cooper, I... I couldn't help but worry about Jen and Ethan. They would be out there. Exposed. While the cabin may have been a false safe zone, it still made us feel secure. I don't see... any other way. Maybe I should go with... Ethan, and you should stay back. Why? You really think it's safer here? No, I don't. 
David, come here. She sat on the bed. I slowly walked over to her. Not sure what to expect. She grabbed my hand and pulled me close. I sat next to her. I'm sorry about before. What do you mean? You didn't owe me an explanation about work. That's your life. I had no reason to be hurt. Jen. I, I miss you too. I want you to know that. We didn't work out as a couple, but I... I always wanted us to remain friends. The relationship ruined that for us, but... Jen, we knew that was a possibility. But if we didn't date... No. I'm glad we didn't. I would have rather dated and lost you than to have just remained friends the entire time, wondering what could have been. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> what? You know what? Why do you have to say stuff like that? Sorry. I pushed myself up off the bed. Jen once again grabbed my hand. David, I'm not done. There's something else. Yeah? I sat back down. She brushed the hair from her face and cupped my hand in hers. What's going on here? What? I, I don't know. David, you know something. What are you getting at, Jen? On the ride up here, you hear weird radio noises? In the van, on our way out, you saw something out there? You couldn't keep your eyes off the road. There was something. Jen. And we all keep referring to a man, a person out there. You instantly jump to something else. Why? Because it was something else. What? I don't know. David, please. Look, I don't know what you think I know, but I have no idea what's going on. You should know by now that I'm aware when you're hiding something. I'm sorry, Jen. I don't know anything. What the hell was that? Was that the front door? Katie scampered in. Guys, there's someone at the door. We rushed out into the living room. Seth sat up alert. Ethan slowly descended the staircase. He had been up there in the loft. With the axe. Maybe it's Brian. Brian wouldn't knock. Not like that. What if it's that guy? Hold on. Ethan walked in front of everyone. He got down on his hands and knees. Right cheek against the floor. Do you see anything? He got up and looked at the door. Who is it? Hello? He might have a gun. I'm going to check the window. Are you nuts? Ethan, just wait. I just want to see. 
Ethan made his way cautiously towards the window. He pulled back the curtain and tried to get a good angle to see the door. Well? Ethan shook his head. He let the curtain fall back into place. He came back over to the group. All five of us stood in the center of the room, waiting. Even Seth, who was leaning on Katie. No one's out there? I couldn't get a good angle. I'm gonna try the other window. He meant the closer one. The one right by the front door. I don't think that's a good idea, Ethan. I'll be quick. Ethan headed towards the window, but suddenly froze. And for good reason. The outline of a head and shoulders leaned from the door into the window. The dark outline sent chills down my arms and neck. At first I thought it was the Shadow Man, but the long hair made me realize it was the thing from the woods. Oh my god. 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 Fuck, it's that guy. The long hair. The figure didn't move. With the curtain in place, there was no way it could see us, but definitely felt like it was staring straight at us. Ethan moved back to the group, no longer interested in peering out. He's he's looking right at us. What if he comes in? You guys better not run and leave me here. Where the hell would we run to? Ethan held the axe up. If he comes in, we deal with him. Okay, Rambo. He hasn't tried the knob. It doesn't matter. It's locked. Are we sure? Positive. I checked it earlier. He's still watching us. The thing stood there. The outline was visible. It didn't move. Minutes felt like hours. And finally the figure disappeared from view. pissed off. What do we do? What can we do? Alright, every, everyone back. To the bedroom. What the hell's that gonna do? Will you just, will you just go? David, help Seth. Oh yeah, what? Just we'll, we'll put another door between us. Like, you think that'll help? not at the front door asking to come in. I wouldn't exactly call that asking, Seth. I don't think I'll be sleeping tonight. I don't think any of us will.
We ended up talking all night until the sun came up. We were all extremely tired. Bags hung under my eyes. More restless nights. At 7.45, Jen and Ethan packed up some essentials. Flashlights, food, drinks, knives. I can't believe you guys are actually doing this. We need to get help. Nothing has changed. It was just here banging on the door. Maybe we should wait. You know, wait it out. What? You and Seth were the ones that were so adamant about getting the hell out of here. I think we are. Yes, I know, Katie, but now you say wait? It could be out there. Right there. Waiting in the woods. Well, you know just as well as we do that if that's true, waiting here won't fix anything. Well, it didn't get in last night. Really? You too? We made a plan. Let's stick to it. The faster we do this, the faster it's behind us. Walking's gonna take a while. It may be late before we reach Rutherford. Maybe I should go. Fuck you, David! I just mean, they may need more help. Seth, you said yourself the thing didn't even come in here last night. Not for lack of trying. Maybe. What does that mean? I shrugged. Jen gave me her open-eyed, questioning look, as if to say, I know you know what's going on here. But she was wrong. I had no idea. You know what I would really like to have? Is everybody together, heading for Rutherford, but with Seth's leg like that. Right, it's my fault. That's not what I was saying. No, but if it wasn't for me, then we could all go together, couldn't we? Seth, stop. Yeah, but it's true, though. Sorry, I fucked up and fell. Seth, come on. Who gets the axe? Excuse me, what? Who gets the axe? Ethan looked down at the axe in his hand. He obviously didn't want to part with it. And I didn't blame him. Oh, you want this? We're staying back. We'll be out in the open. And in two hours' time, you'll be out of the campground and onto the main road. Why can't we just... What? Rock, paper, scissors? Seth, we don't need it. Right, maybe we'll just stare down our foe and make fun of his mother. Oh my god, fine. Take the axe. I don't have time for these games. We don't need it. Well, obviously Seth does. Ethan held out the axe. Seth didn't reach for it, and after a few awkward moments, Ethan dropped it onto the couch. Ethan, take the axe. We don't need it. But what if something happens? We don't need it. I handed the axe back to Ethan. Thanks. Make sure to keep the doors locked, and if I were you guys, I would barricade the windows. It may try other ways of entry. Thanks, Dad. Ethan and Jen headed out. Be careful. Walk fast! I should have given her a hug. A kiss on the forehead. Something. As much as I didn't want to admit it. There was a chance that I may never see her again. Instead of acting on it, I stood there staring blankly at the door. 
We should have the axe. If all went well, they would make it to Rutherford around six. Maybe sooner if they could hitch a ride. I tried to maintain a positive attitude. Seth kept a lookout, moving from window to window, peering out, searching for anything. Katie and I spent the day moving furniture, trying to block each window as well as we could. It definitely helped pass the time. I think they'll be fine. That thing only seems to show up at night. I really hope you're right. What the hell was that? What the hell was what? Listen. There it is again. What's going on, David? Are you okay? Yeah, man, calm the fuck down. Shut up, Seth. I ran down the hall, past the bathroom. I, I opened the bedroom door and entered. The bed was vertical now, blocking two of the back windows. pushed the frame to the side and glanced out the window. For some reason, I almost wanted to see the shadow man out there. Instead, I saw something else. This time, it was the creature. I finally saw what had been at our door. What had killed Cooper. It only matched the atrocities I'd seen in my worst nightmares. The creature continued to stand in the middle of the field, staring at the cabin. I thought I was going to faint. And then I realized the creature wasn't just looking at the cabin. It was looking at me. Prisoners here. Tragedies do. Forgive me. Forgive me. With pain and deception. If you'll be the paper, I'll be the pen. This is it. I've tasted hell. It tastes just like you. The radio is brainwashing me, filling my head with these self conspiracies. I am an emotional nightmare. Paralyzed. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Jonathan Moss. Starring Jonathan Moss as David. Julia W.D. Harrison as Jen. Jose Caraballo as Ethan. 
Kyle Appleyard as Seth, Hope Ennis as Katie, Mike Lenhart as Brian, John Lasbeth as Cooper, and Jennifer Loudermilk as Ashley. Co-starring Ricky Lehner, Matt Deacon, Robert M. Lamb, Christopher Postel, Jack Austin, Nick Engelhardt, Ariel Zadok, and Ashley Cartesano. Music and composition by Jonathan Moss. Additional music provided by bensound.com, incompetech.com, and dmixmusic.com. Don't forget to rate and review Paralyzed on iTunes. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 